Hello, hello. Welcome to the new episode. This is your host, Razi, and you're listening to Espepreneur. Today, I wanted to talk about ethical partnerships with brands. Being an esthetician and also being a content creator myself, I have had to set some boundaries and learn a lot of things from my previous mistakes, which I wanted to share with you guys. If you are an esthetician who also creates content, uh, you might have some opportunities coming your way to do brand partnerships. And there are skincare brands. There's a lot of other companies. And I made some mistakes in the past that I feel like if you are new into the industry, you have been recently creating content, You might not realize you're making those mistakes. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. First of all, if as an esthetician, you decide you want to do brand partnerships, don't ever feel bad about it. There's nothing wrong. At the end of the day, everybody's trying to provide for their family and making money. Even when you're selling a skincare product, there is some commission involved and you do have some financial gain out of it too. So everything at the end of the day is business. It's all about how you do it ethically. Few things that I want you to keep in mind when you are partnering up with brands. Before I started partnering up with any kind of skincare brands, I would actually test it out, uh, test out their products, purchase the products. And if I did like it, I would organically would want to partner up with brands. That's, I think, the way you should do it in case if you are interested about it. But also keep in mind, what is the direction you're choosing to go? If you're choosing to be an influencer, recommending skincare products, reviewing skincare products, there's a lot of like things that I feel affect that whole system is that when I was suggesting skincare products and people were testing and trying them, yes, they would like it for a time being, but it wouldn't solve their problem. And they would come back that, oh, I trusted you. I bought the product because you suggested and it did not work for me. That made me realize that the way treating skin with skincare products work is that you have to work with the person one-on-one. You need to know what is their skin type, what is their skin concern, how can you treat that with a proper guideline, with a customization. When I'm reviewing a skincare product and I'm telling everybody it's a good product, it has great ingredients, that necessarily doesn't mean it is going to work for everybody. That was one thing I learned as I went with creating content. I realized that I shouldn't be recommending skincare products online because it's not going to work for everybody. I had to decide between whether I want to be an esthetician who wants to treat skin conditions and wants to help people, or do I want to be an esthetician who's also a content creator and is just suggesting and recommending skincare products, which means I will be making money with brand partnerships, but at the end of the day, it is not something that's going to help a lot of people. Also, I had a feeling is that when I would watch somebody's content that would say paid partnership, I would immediately be like, I don't know if your review is honest. So I started feeling the same way about myself, even though I didn't have a lot of brand deals. Honestly, I would collaborate with brands, but they wouldn't pay me. I didn't know the ins and out of it. I wouldn't even charge people money. I thought maybe I would just like get a free product. and I'll talk about it. Um, That's something I want to talk about with you guys on how like the whole influencing thing works and how you should price yourself in case if you want to do something like that. But what I realized was that um, I'm partnering up with these brands, making content for them, putting my name out there. I have spent so much money in school. It doesn't serve me any good. It doesn't help the people that I want to help because They would go buy the products, the brand is making the money, even though I'm not making any profit or anything most of the time, 
but it's my name that gets attached to this business and people associate me with this person who does recommend skincare products and review skincare products. They don't see me as someone who can treat the condition. And I had to shift that that perspective of myself and change the path I was taking. At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong. Like I said, if you want to partner up with brands, I am never judging you for that. That is just the route you want to take. It has actually been not the path I want to take. Um, but I still want to give you some important details and stuff. So if you are doing it, I hope like you're doing it the right way. Another thing what I also did notice that with reviewing skincare products was I'm testing the product for a short period of time and I'm reviewing it based on how it absorbs into the skin and what are the ingredients in the formula. I don't know how effective it is because I'm not giving the product enough time to work on my skin. Now, with skincare products, the way they work is that you have to give each product at least a month or two in order for it to work. Most skincare brands, when they reach out to you to partner up with you, they don't have that time. They don't want you to like take a month, two months on testing the product, approving it, and then saying that, oh yeah, I want to do a partnership. They want you to just tell them, whether you want to do a partnership or not. So that was another reason I was like, if I can test your product, if I can be 100% confident about it, I actually cannot do a partnership because it does, it just does not come organically with me. Now, keep in mind, there's a lot of money in partnership, brand partnerships and influencing. Each deal, if you do work with an agency, you can end up making up to three, 5,000 per content. Um, not to say that if you sell your perpetuity right, if you sell the content right, uh, exclusivity right, those, when they add up, it comes down to like seven, 8,000 per video, which is a lot of money. I mean, we don't even make that by selling skincare products sometimes. So there is money in it, but at the end of the day, how would you do this thing ethically? To do it the ethically way is to first keep in mind which brands do you want to work with. For example, if you want to partner up with um, Glymet Plus or maybe you want to partner up with Notorium, for example, it's over-the-counter brand, and you're like, I really want to partner up with them one day, I would suggest spend your money, buy their products, test it out, see if you really like it. If you do like it, then you can have an organic partnership with these brands. If you don't do it that way and they're just sending you a sample, you're testing it out right at the spot and making a contact uh, content, it just does not sound good. If you want to do it, please go ahead and do it your way. That's completely fine. I just don't find it ethical. I'm making this uh, episode for those estheticians who are looking into becoming content creators or influencers and they want to do everything by ethical way. And this is one of the ethical ways you can do it by organically testing the product, spending your money, liking the product, and then doing it. Now, another option is UGC, which I have never tried it, by the way. I haven't done any UGC content with any brands. UGC is like, they send you a product, you make the video for them, you don't post it on your page. They use that video on their page, and they run ads on it and all of that stuff. So basically, you can be a UGC content creator for anything. It doesn't have to be skincare. It could be a hair care product. It could be clothing line. It could be a coffee uh, company or anything. If that is something you want to do, that is, I think, more doable in my, uh, in my point of view as compared to testing skincare products. 
I personally wouldn't mind partnering up with brands that sell maybe home products or like bed sheets or something like that versus partnering up with them on skincare. Another thing I did realize while I was um, creating content and I was being, being approached by skincare brands is that for me, skincare is more than just putting a product on your face. It is I'm suggesting people to use something on their body, which is going to affect their skin, which is going to affect their confidence. So it's not a bed sheet that if you didn't like it, you can throw it away. It's your skin. If you if it didn't work out or it made your skin react the bad way, I'm the one responsible. So I didn't want to do it that way. That's why that was also one of the reasons I stepped back from partnering up with brands. Yes, you do lose money, which is true. But at the end of the day, not everything is about money, is it? Sometimes it's also about your ethics, especially when it comes to skincare. For me, I want to do everything by the right ethics that I can. Sometimes I'm not the best. Sometimes I am ignorant. Sometimes I don't know what is the right thing to do. But it's a learning process. I have to learn through my mistakes and I have to own up to them and I have to make changes. And one of the changes that I did make was cutting up my partnerships with skincare brands because it just did not align with the idea what I had for my um, for my brand, for myself, and for my ethics. Now, I'm not going to say that, sit here and be like, oh, I don't want to partner up with brands because they're over the counter. They're not medical grade. As you guys know, there's no such thing as medical grade. It's not the right word. Um, it's not regulated. It's just a marketing term. But that doesn't mean there are not skin, good skincare brands out there that do call themselves medical grade. There can be many skincare brands that maybe use the word marketing, the marketing term as medical grade, but they're still effective as well. That's not the reason I actually stopped partnering up with the brands. It was mainly the fact that I didn't feel like the process was helping anybody, wasn't serving the purpose that I had. So if you're one of those estheticians who's like, I want to help people, I want to make sure that uh, skin gets clear if I do recommend something, in that situation, maybe reconsider the idea of partnering up with brands. Now, another thing I want you to keep in mind if you are partnering up with skincare brands is that Sometimes skincare brands do reach out to you. They like your video and they're like, oh my God, I really love the video you made. Can we actually use this video? Do we have your permission? I used to be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. But that is your property. That's your content. You don't want to just give it for free. Brands are going to take that video, run shit ton of ads on it, make shit ton of fucking money on it. And I don't think so. It's right. I think you should sell the copyrights. To that brand for example if a brand sees your video you made about their moisturizer and they really like the video they want to buy that video or they want to use that video they reach out to you and they're like i would like to use this content on our page we'll give you a shout out blah 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 now copyrights can be like for three months for six months for a whole year or they can buy the video forever so i would never sell a video forever first of all because i don't know down the road this brand changes their mind and they start becoming racist or say something homophobic. I don't want to associate myself with a brand like that. So I'm very careful of like partnering up in that in that way. I let them know that I can give them the copyrights for three months. They can use the video for three months if they want to run ads or anything. The pricing can be different. I have given a video for six months for $400. Uh, I still wanted to charge the brand even though $400 is not a lot of money. I put effort in that video. I did editing. I came up with the concept. I'm, I 
did all the production and everything so why should i give it to you for free now sometimes these videos i have that i have made for the for the brand and they took my video was organic i bought the product i really liked the product and i wanted to make a video about them and they liked the video and they wanted to use the video so i would rather sell it to them than to just give it for free so that's one of the things you should keep in mind selling the copyrights another thing is that whether do you want to work with an agency in order to partner up with brands there are multiple agencies you can work with i've never worked with an agency because i never thought i would want to do content creation or anything i didn't even know there are agencies that exist but i have a friend who um who does make content for brands and he does hire agencies to negotiate their contracts and everything so you need to be very careful also about signing a contract one time what happened is that a brand sent me an led mask i like the led mask it was uh something i didn't test for too long honestly but i liked it i know that a lot of people can't afford the saluma pro and they sometimes are looking for a cheaper affordable option so i thought maybe i'll make a video about it when they were sending me the product they said that i need to confirm my address and everything so they send a link I confirmed the address and I signed it. That whole thing was for a contract. They they made me sign a contract, which I had I did not see any of those terms and clauses that they had there. A couple months down the road, I get an, a message from uh, some of my esthetician friends, like, "Hey, you, we just saw you in this uh, brand's page on an ad. You're becoming famous." I'm like, "I don't want to be famous, first of all, and second of all, what the hell? Like, I never gave them this video." They just downloaded my video from my page. They started running ads without my permission. And when I did reach out to them, they were like, well, you have signed a contract. I'm like, I do not recall signing any contract. I just received the product as a PR and I did disclose that. And I just disclosed that in my caption. But in the video that they used, they, that, they didn't use my caption. So it sounded like I just got this product and I really love it and I just use it. No, I didn't buy the product. You sent me as a PR and it was a PR. That was first of all not disclosed, which is breaking the law. And second of all, it is not right. You're using my content, my video without my permission. Then they send me the contract like, oh, well, by the way, we have your signature. So I told them like, this is the last time. I'm telling you guys this, I wanted to take the video down. If not, we can go to the court and we can fight this legally because you guys know you tricked me. You know that this was not the contract that I signed. You send me a link for the confirmation of my point, uh, for, of my product and my address. That's about it. That was a big learning lesson. And I was like, I don't want to be a content creator. Yes, the opportunity is coming my way because I have like maybe few numbers of followers on TikTok. They're thinking that I can promote their products. Yes, it is a good thing to make money, but this is not the way I want to make money. It was a wake up call for me. And I was like, I'm doing everything wrong. I'm not like, I got to be very careful who I partner up with. And when you're young, sometimes you do make mistakes. That's completely fine. I would rather make mistakes and learn from them than to not try anything at all and not learn anything. So I'm not perfect, guys. If you do see my videos somewhere, just apolo I'm apologizing ahead of time. It was just at the times when I used to be dumb and stupid and didn't pay attention to things. But now that I am wiser, I'm telling you guys that 
be very, very careful who you partner up with. Which brands do you work with? Which brand actually uses your name? It really does matter. So I'm very careful with who I partner up with now, which means I don't partner up with anybody. (laughs) Most of the time the email comes, it just goes right into my um, spam. I just delete it. Just don't even read it. Don't want to read it. There are few brands that sometimes when they reach out to me, which is not skincare related, then I read them the email. So I had one brand, Elixir, reaching out. They are a herbal brand. Um, they make um, herbal potions or something, which is for menstrual pain and menstrual cramp. That is completely outside of skincare. I have to use the product for three to six months then I would be able to tell whether I want to partner up with them. And their partnering opportunity is just to make a video for them. They're not paying me for the video either. They would have an affiliate link in which I can make commission from. So that is an ethical way to do. Uh, Yes, uh, there's an affiliate link, but you don't have to buy from the affiliate link. Now when I partner up with brands, I only partner up when I really, really like the brand, when I really like the product. And even if there's no money associated, I'm like, I'm completely fine. I would love to help somebody else out. If I like this product, I would like to talk about it. And there's nothing wrong in doing that. Now, if they don't use my affiliate link, I'm completely fine. I don't like, I don't get upset about it. Is that you're not using my affiliate link. I'm not making money because I'm not doing it for the money purposes. Changed my mindset about money. So since the time I have changed that mindset, I really don't run after money. If it has to come my way, it will come my way. Uh, So yes, again, on the ethical partnership, few things to keep in mind and everybody's ethics are different. It's completely fine. What sounds ethical to you might be unethical to me. What is ethical to me might be unethical to you. It's completely okay. We can have different views, different perspectives. It's completely okay. We can be different. Um, But still, there are some stuff that are like universal. Like you don't want to, you don't want to fuck with that. And skincare is one of those that I don't want to fuck with. Like, I don't want to partner with any skincare brand because I don't know how effective your product is going to be on somebody else. I just don't know. Maybe it worked on my skin for a little while. Maybe I like the smell or the texture, but I don't know if it's really going to work for somebody. So I'm not going to associate my name with it. I would rather focus on working with the brands that I already am working with, which is like Skin Better, Face Reality, Sarcadia is the new one. There are so many other brands. Even for that, you got to be very careful who you're partnering up with. Since the revolution, esthetician revolution, I have really been mindful of which brands I do work with. Um, Skin Better now, on the other hand, there's one thing that I don't agree with, that they require medical director, but their formulas are so good that I just cannot, like I want to bring it for my clients. I already have it in there. And I'm having a hard time letting go of them because I really genuinely love the formula and I really like it. And I wish they didn't require a medical director. Um, For that reason, I'm having a hard time. But I understand that from day one, they required medical director. From day one, they said that they want to work with uh, doctors, with dermatologists. That's who they wanted to work with. So I cannot blame them for that. That's their business model. But are the formulas effective? Yes, they're still very ethical than most brands. Uh, they don't take away sales from estheticians. They're very mindful of that. They have a very strict policy of like selling their products direct to consumer or anywhere else, which does make a lot of sense. I mean, those are the things you got to be very careful of. 
um, and they do that. Um, but there are brands who don't do that. Sometimes you can't change everything in the industry and not everybody is going to be the way we want them to be. At the end of the day, I do understand that brands also have to worry for their pocket, for their business, because they're running a business. It's not a charity. They have to be very mindful. All I do know is that you can make money and still be ethical. That's all I know because I'm doing it. I'm not saying you have to be perfect. You have the room to make mistakes. But when you are called out on your mistake, I think you should be willing and be able to change those mistakes and correct them. That's what I expect from a brand. I'm not putting a brand on a high pedestal that, oh my God, you cannot make mistake. It's fine. We're human beings. We can fuck up. But let's own up to it. Let's maybe fix that problem. That's what I want from a brand. So... Like I said, be very mindful who you work with, who you partner up with. Be very clear in your vision, who you want to be, how do you want to be perceived. You are a licensed esthetician. You have spent a lot of money in school and you should utilize that. So you use that knowledge and education. Don't undermine your own license. Don't make the mistakes that I did. If you still want to work with skincare brands with partnership and just like getting paid for a quick little ad... That is your drama to deal with. That is your thing. I don't care about it. I want to judge you. Maybe you have something going on. Maybe you need to provide for your family and that is the source of income for you. And I'm not going to judge you for how you make your money. It's completely fine. It's just something that I don't want to do it. But if you still want to do everything with a skincare brand, trust me, there are ethical ways you can do that. Do it that way. Anyways, that's all I had for this episode. I hope I didn't piss off anybody because most of the time when I do talk about controversial stuff, controversial stuff, I do piss off people. I'm trying to be as mindful as I can, as sensitive as I can, as understanding as I can. I just want to help my fellow estheticians and that's just the goal with this podcast episode. Other than that, this is all I have for this episode. I hope you guys learned something new. If you have any questions or anything, please send me a DM. Take care of yourself. We'll meet again with the next episode. Till then, keep glowing, keep growing. Bye!